Time for another TED Talk. Hello everyone and welcome back to TED Talks. This is day two. If you're unsure of what this show is about, go back to the first day and you'll get an overview of what this entire thing is. Um, I'm not going to go into it again. I'm trying to keep the rest of these episodes a little bit more concise. So go back to episode one and you'll be able to get a complete rundown of what I'm doing and what this show is about. So we're going to jump straight into day two. Today started just like day one with the same sort of routines for Ted. Got him up at the same time, fed him, toilet, then a bit of playtime, toilet again. He always goes for a second one. And then a little bit of grooming, give him a brush down, and then got ready for the day's work. So similarly to what I said in yesterday's episode, the going to the toilet is still a bit of an issue. It took a little bit more persuasion today and when it came down to doing a second toilet around lunchtime one of the guide dogs instructors had to give it a bit of a go I think it's because it's very wet at the moment and it's very boggy in the garden and we think that that's what's putting Ted off so that's still something that's ongoing but I thought I'd just say that here before I get into the rest of the episode and what we did after doing all the morning routine We met in the morning, myself, Ted and the guide dog instructors had our initial chats, just an overview of what the day is going to entail. And then we went out and did our first walk, which was very similar to the walk that we did yesterday, the first one in the morning. The rain was just pouring down. And with a guide dog, you've got to just get used to it. You've got to get out in the rain. And like I said yesterday, Ted doesn't really mind the rain. Of course, people get wet. We all got soaked. But you still have to crack on. Ultimately, guide dogs, they're a mobility aid at the end of the day. So if I'm going to work, I need a dog that's going to be getting me through the rain and then just prepare for that. So no different to anyone else has to get to where they need to get to. So the plan for this first walk was to sort of work on those things that I did yesterday. All those points that were in the back of my mind. So relaxing with the handle on the left side. Also, just being very mindful of, of Ted's habits and that sort of thing. I think it went really well. It was always in the back of my mind when we were doing the commands. Ted stayed really focused, even though it was really wet. A couple of issues did arise when we got to curbs where the dog is supposed to step out onto the road. Puddles of water. He didn't really want to walk through the puddles. He did eventually, but it took a little bit of convincing to get him to go, okay, you're going to have to go through these puddles with me. So that happened a few times. But that's understandable and similar to what I mentioned with going to the bathroom. He doesn't want to get all muddy and mucky. But that's something that we will be working on going forwards. So after the first walk, we went back to the house and did a couple of sessions called inputs. So these are documents that guide dogs go through with you. They've been made by sort of central guide dogs team. And they go over various parts of dog care and directions and stuff like that. So today we went over what the directions are so it's just I think they do it so that you have like the standardization across the organization so each instructor would do things slightly differently when training but it's more of a telling the the guide dog user at that time that there is a standardization across so we went over the directions a lot of them we've already done on the walk this morning and yesterday stuff that I've done before with my previous dog but it's very much this is how we do this this is how we do that And I think, like I said, this just comes down to making it standardised, which I think is a good thing. And we did a few other of these documents. We just went through them very casually, had a cup of tea, 
nothing too crazy. We then had a break for lunch and went out afterwards to walk too. So the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Luckily, the rain had stopped at this point, and this was good because it was around an hour long. Went to the same location that we've been going to for the last few days, but a longer route this time, so a bit busier. And the focus of this walk was to not only keep going with those fundamentals and work on the stuff I need to improve on, but we incorporated zebra crossings, which is obviously a really good skill to have. I live really close to zebra crossings. And Ted is a little bit different to what Weston used to be like, my previous dog. He is very on top of it. He really wants to find these crossings. And it was a new command I'm not used to, so finding the crossings and stuff like that. Ted was fantastic. He really enjoyed the walk. Had a couple of instances where members of the public just were being a bit of a pain in the bum. Never distract a guide dog. I'll just say that I know a lot of people already know or they say they know, but don't distract a guide dog, especially when they're working, when they're trying to focus. There were times where we did stop to just have a chat where we were stopping. Okay, this is what we do here. This is what we do there. This is probably the best technique at this point because he's going to be distracted by that. And then a member of the public would just walk up and say, oh, I sponsor a dog. And it's, it's nice to hear, but at the same time, all we're going to do is ignore you because we're working hard. It takes a lot of mental concentration to do this. So the instructors were very on top of this, but it did happen a few times. And some members of the public get a bit funny when you say, like, essentially leave us alone. We are doing something really important here. Aside from that, it was a really good walk. We did uh, a technique, well... It, it's not a technique. It's something that guide dogs call walking out, where you start to get real pace going. And it felt really natural with Ted. So we had a long stretch of road, no real obstacles, no crossings or anything we had to sort of deal with. A few obstacles here and there. The guide dog instructor just let us do what we wanted to do. And we just really opened up our stride, really got into it. He's really fast, got good pace. I love that. So it was a really good walk. And it was the first time, I know it's only day two, but it it was really good to sort of feel like I have done previously with my last dog. The mental concentration wasn't really a thing and I could think, oh, well, I, I could have a coffee and be walking to work and that's the sort of thing that I want from a guide dog and what they strive to do. So overall, really good day. Really happy with how it all went. Got soaked um, and then had a really good walk in the afternoon. Still working on my issues with the, the left arm and using the handle. It's, I'm still very tense about it. I was a lot better today. The problem I was having is when there were distractions and people were sort of like trying to communicate with us or they're just staring and trying to draw attention from Ted, that's when I would forget about a certain thing that I was supposed to be doing with the handle or direction because I'm thinking in the back of my mind, am I going to have to step in and sort of stop this person being a distraction? And that's why you don't distract guide dogs or guide dog owners, because if they're dealing with you, they're not thinking about something else they should be doing. And that's when it can get dangerous, potentially. So tomorrow, not sure what we're doing yet. I know there's a plan. We are expecting a storm here in the UK. So if this happens, we'll probably end up working indoors, maybe some supermarkets, that sort of thing. 
The good thing is that we're very flexible because it's just myself. We can be very flexible with the weather, with the timings. My schedule is completely open, so we've got a lot of interesting things coming up. So that was day two. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. Not as tired, funny enough, as I was yesterday. That's really good, I think, because walking out and really sort of getting going with Ted was fantastic and it really helped me sort of with my confidence and I feel really positive, even though we did a lot more walking today and it might have been a bit more challenging at times because of various reasons. But I feel really good afterwards, probably going to crash in a little bit, but yeah, really positive. Tune in tomorrow for day three. See ya. For more updates, videos and photos, join us on Instagram at Wes and Ted's Excellent Adventures.